0: If it wasn't for the fact that uh, it was only 25,000 fans, the bottom fans were there seeing all their faces look all
1: – Bro, sick. they would have been leaving. They would have been leaving, like, in the fourth quarter. They would have been gone.
0: But the game was pretty close up until, really, that last little taste.
1: I Man, if you look at it, if we could have got the offense going in the first half, we'd have been up – we'd have scored 60, maybe 70 points on LSU. Real talk. Uh, I mean, I, um, yeah, we could
0: have got it going. But I think, you know, you got to realize because the offense couldn't get going either. So, it just like, I mean, our players got to get used to the uh, spread concept, too, because they still shifted into that mindset of, um, are we live already? I'm taping all the good stuff.
1: Um, Yeah, we live. We ready. Let's go.
0: So, it's kind of like our team had to kind of get used to the spread, too. And that's the thing. Uh, Not just the spread, the air raid. Everybody got to learn that there's a difference between the air raid and the spread option of what we previously have been doing. The offenses that we've had the last – really forever have been based predicated on the run game. This is truly right. predicated on the passing game, kind of similar to people at the end of the game, like we need to run the ball. Even I was like, I don't know. And I'm like, this is – and this is the thing, too. People got to realize, too, having a coach like Mike Leach, we have an identity. We know what our coach is going to do. Like, we've had all these <laughs> – uh, Not our last three coaches have been first-time head coaches who have been previously assistants um, at different levels. So, you got to – think like them guys are unproven. They didn't know what to do in situations. Leach knows what he's going to do in these situations. He's always done it that way. There's comfort in it. Sometimes what the person always do is ain't, ain't the right thing, <laughs> but you know what he's going to do. He's going to be aggressive. He's established that from jump now. He's going to be aggressive when we in tough situations. He's not going to sit there and be conservative. So I think, you know, if anything, that's the changing of the guard. And um, just kind of leading off, like I was talking to a friend, um, I I enough Reggie on the way back. And I was telling them how, you know, kudos to our athletic department. We don't have this moment if it's not for our athletic department. You know, how they handled first, you know, getting rid of – they didn't handle, I think, the Moorhead firing the right way, but it was the right move. And then how they handled the leech tweet foolishness and how all that kind of shook out. You know, you got to think it's kind of similar when we had Jeffrey Simmons and all those years ago and we probably squandered his career at Mississippi State, but – you know, he could have been playing for Alabama or something if our athletic department didn't stick behind him. And then with Leach, if they had made a knee-jerk decision decided to fire him amidst all this, you know, the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that, you know, we don't have our head coach right now. And at the same time, you know, the Colin Hill thing, if they had handled that the wrong way, you'd have lost half the team. So you got to give kudos to John Cole and Mark. All right. and All those people, you got to give kudos to them because we don't have this moment if they don't handle those situations, right? So those are the things people don't see as far as, like, they're looking at the 44-34, but you're not looking at the decisions that led up to this and even the COVID protocols, because you got to look at that Will Rogers ended up getting COVID, but none of the other quarterbacks had COVID. You didn't see any other players. So obviously there's some protocols that are set in place that are good, um, because it prevented us from having an outbreak and having to postpone the game. Just because we had one player had it, obviously the protocols were set in place. Now I have yeah. heard it, like it might be because a lot of equipment managers, it was an outbreak with the equipment managers based on uh, what someone told me today, but at the same time, you know, kudos to them. Sorry I took up so much time.
1: Right. So let's get into this game. I mean, like, you know, uh, we a we, uh, 3 nothing for most of the game, and then we exploded. I mean, KJ Costello broke that press record uh, for us single-game passing yards with 623 yards passing, and he had five total touchdowns. Jeremiah, um, talk about what you think on, about Costello's performance and you know, how he was able to, you know, keep us in the game even when we had those costly turnovers.
0: Well, uh, he took us out the game, but uh, so that's kind of the thing. I, I really like his performance. I like his bravado. I mean, obviously, he's a guy that's willing to take a shot. I feel he made a few throws he should have made, and sometimes you can be a little too aggressive, I think, in an offense like this. You don't really have to force anything. You can take what the defense gives you. Um, but I like the confidence that he showed. I like the fact that he is our quarterback. In an offense like this, you're going to have opportunities to have these big games like this. Now, this is a, probably one of the best games in the state history, obviously, from a throwing standpoint. But you got to look at the fact we are in an air raid. You know, this can happen, um, even though this is historic. Um, I like what he brings to the table. He's obviously a legit first-round draft pick. He has the arm talent. Um, I think he holds on to the ball too long. He got to learn how to get rid of that ball. got to start holding to the side. He got a lot of little things that he needs to clean up. Um, but considering that he has, he had all those little, little things that he needs to correct on 600 yards with those things. I mean, that's amazing. So I think it's a great first performance, a great way to kind of start your own. Maybe, um, is Amy engaging in the overhype? Maybe start a high
2: so, anyway. all right, so. All right, so. Here's the thing. um, Ain't nobody let me talk yet.
1: Now, I'm going to... Go tr- ahead, Arthur. And you're going to listen.
2: All right. So, you know, I've been very critical of uh, Mike Leach and the air raid and all of that stuff <laughs> up to this point. And I'm here to tell y'all that I had the cajones to tell you that this means absolutely nothing to me because absolute like absolute pure unadulterated trash um this game told me nothing because lsu looked really 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 bad now i will say this our offense looked good um kj costello looks like he can make all the throws he kind of muddled the line toward the end like uh kelvin candy said in Django, he, he muddled the line at the end But um, he was making all the throws. He came back with the poison. I mean, Osiris Mitchell, (laughs) he's out of the trash bin, okay? (laughs) Javante is firmly still in the trash bin, okay?
1: Because of that drop pass?
2: Man, I was watching it. I was like, what the bleep is that? Uh, also but he like, still
1: had six catches for 122 yards, though. So, But whatever. there was a potential touchdown that he did drop.
2: Whatever. So, um, no Kaepernick. Um, I also wanted to say that I started watching the game late because South Jackson-Walmart line was just ridiculously long. <laughs> Even
0: second, in the time of COVID?
2: <laughs> yeah. Second thing is that I fell asleep um, toward – uh halftime so I didn't see one of the touchdowns and then I got back late in the second half because I had to take somebody car back. Um so yeah I was kind of in and out of whatnot. Uh I missed the Kyron Hill uh thingy thing thing. The rushing yards I had that about right on the pick'em right. Uh let me plug the pick'em okay make sure that y'all participate in the pick 'em <laughs> yeah, okay um I said that we were going to lose. Oops. Uh, I should have known it because I had a feeling that LSU was going to be trash. Um, Highland Hills receiving yards. Wow, that was a lot of receiving yards. And when he ran, he looked, you know, pretty good. You know, Still bouncing
0: it outside too much.
2: Yeah, you know, that's the thing. But one thing that I noticed is that he wanted that smoke. Like, that. it was a run that he made toward the end of the um, – Four quarter, and he initiated the contact. He sought out the contact, and that was that. That was pretty freaking cool. But uh the receivers, right. you know, the, the receivers look good. They made some, especially Osiris Mitchell. He made some crazy catches. And, and AJ, let's remind people these dudes were on the team last year.
0: Just, just saying. Other than Tyrell State Chavers.
2: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, well, Austin Williams, I, I think that he could play last year. The thing with um, Osiris is that he would always catch those circus catches, and then he would drop the simple catches. It, that was always weird. And him and Tommy Stevens, I felt as though had a really good uh, chemistry. But, yeah, I, I feel, I'm feel i not ready to say that uh, the air rate, you know, whatever, whatever, because, uh, like I say, uh, once we get a win against, like, let's say, if we win against Alabama. Alabama, yeah, I feel better about it. Because I still feel as though that there is an element of these people don't know how to defend it quite yet. So this year we might catch some people off guard. It'll, you know, take some time to really establish it, but it looked good today. Today, well, you had- today is a high point. Wait a second. Today is a high point for Mississippi State Athletics. Uh, in the words of Nicki Minaj, if I can have this moment for life, okay? Well, if
0: I can pick out back what what you're saying, uh, uh well, kind of in a you know, reverse of what you're saying, it's a high point, but this even feels different even than that year that we, um, you know, we went number one in the nation, won all those games in a row. Because you got to think the teams we beat, we did beat LSU first, beat A&M, but they're not real. Auburn, they're not real. Um, And of course, we know a fall against Alabama. What I like is just, just the aggression at the end of the game. I never felt like, they were the more conditioned team. Because uh, I told him like, Mississippi State has always kind of had that bridesmaid thing to him We get to this national championship in baseball, lose. Get to the uh, national championship in women's basketball, lose. Like, I ain't saying Mike Leach like that legendary coach, but he might be what we need. Somebody can come in and be like, we're just going to be aggressive. He don't know any other way. I,
2: felt- um, I even told him. Go ahead. I felt comfortable with him today. Um, he seemed to be a – calming force in the midst of the storm. He didn't look panicking or anything. Like you said, it was like the air about the team was different because we had a guy with the pedigree, a guy that people knew what he was doing. Right now, I got to admit, it does feel like a fit. However, toward the end, uh, you know, the lack of a running game outside.
1: Well, and
0: here's the thing. We were up by 10. Like I know, uh, Reggie had texted say like, man, um, we shouldn't be calling on beat balls. I'm like, no, we shouldn't have thrown the pass. There's a difference. So I'm sure there's other plays he could have checked down to. Cause I like we have to adjust to the fact it's two things we have to adjust to. One, we're not gonna run the ball like that. Two, we gotta adjust to having a pocket pass. Cause there was a couple plays I was like, what? If you just didn't run the ball? Like I'm so used to our quarterbacks just taking off that I'm not used to a guy forcing himself to stay in the pocket, although he did it a little bit too much. Right. Like, I'm not used to seeing – not having the quarterback run when they get in a little bit of trouble. Because there was a couple plays he should have took off, but I'm so used to quarterbacks doing this. So, I'm really going to have to adjust myself on that one because I'm so used to them doing that when they get in trouble.
2: Yeah, I don't really know what to make of anything, but I will say that the offense looked – it was like – I will compare it to the 2014 season in disrespect. The whole thing felt surreal, cause like seeing a one beside Mississippi State name, you only used to seeing that in NCAA football. Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> six hundred yards.
2: Yeah, really, seeing
1: dude. Us, seeing,
2: us the, seeing us throw the ball around so much, it felt surreal. Seeing a quarterback throw the ball and like you know it wasn't and you know we had Omar on the show. I love Omar, you know. Omar's a a friend of mine. But, you know, when he would throw the ball, it just, it looked wrong. Or, you know, sometimes when Dak threw the ball. Same to you, sir. I think everything
0: is kind of like, it just looks smooth. It is like, we look like the aggressor in the game. Like, our receivers catching balls over the top of LSU DBs and it looked easy. Like, they getting a couple steps on guys. You know, Tyrell Savers, you're like, man, how did Alabama let him go?
1: (laughs) I'm like, because they had an abundance of riches at wide receivers. So, hey.
2: We'll find out. Oh, by the way, Matt Brennan looked like trash.
0: Yeah, and that was the, that was the first thing I said. I, I told somebody at the watch party in the second quarter, I was like, Ellis, you don't have a quarterback. That's one Wait, of my.
2: Whoa, 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 You went to a watch party? Yes. Yes, he but did. social distancing protocol was in place? Yeah, they even
0: had sanitizer and everything. It was awesome.
2: Did you wear a mask?
0: Yes, I did all of it. I actually, I actually wasn't even gonna go, and then
1: I thought. About, you worried about your, you worried about your close personal friend getting COVID.
2: I, I really am, you know what I'm saying? Because if anything unfortunate were to happen to Jeremiah G. Willikers, I don't know what I would do.
0: Yeah, I I used a lot of sanitizer. Made sure we social distance. Other than when we were jumping up and down, uh, it was. I mean, the game was so intense toward the end. Everybody was standing up. I'm like, why well, I'm standing up like we had an actual game. <laughs> <laughs> like, folks were <was> standing. <laughs> it's like, why are we standing? We shouldn't be standing right now. We're, like, at a watch party. But I don't know. It was awesome being able to ring the cowbells. Because I think it was on the third nine when we scored the touchdown. Everybody was like, when it's third? Hey, when we come back on, everybody better be ringing their cowbells. And I think that's actually the first time I've ever rung a cowbell. If not Do you even but, have um,
2: a cowbell, Jeremy? Huh? Do you even have a cowbell? You forgot. I don't really care for
0: the cowbell myself, but – you yeah, be a Bulldog
1: freshman. fan. I still have, not, huh? How are you going to be a graduate and a Bulldog fan and not care for the cowbell?
0: Because I don't. Uh, I still remember my freshman year how those certain guys, I'm not going to say what persuasion they were, used to come back in at 3 o'clock in the morning ringing freaking cowbell. So, ever since then, I don't care for them.
1: Okay. So, let, let's let, let's get back on the game. Okay. So, <laughs> they go go, Arthur, the cowbell. So, um, we – One of the biggest question marks heading into this game was our defense. Yes, we did give up 34 points to LSU. You know, while this wasn't last year's Tigers team, they were still very talented, but our defense had seven sacks. When was the last time our defense had seven sacks to go along with two picks? I mean. Probably
0: 2018.
1: (laughs) Seven sacks in one game?
0: They probably got something close to it. I'm like, you got this so, is I mean, defense
2: in the country. I'm pretty sure they- there's a porn slash brazzers mean to be made of this, but whatever. That, that, so, yeah, that ain't for y'all to know. The, the fans get it.
1: All right. So, and then we did have an injury. Martin <laughs> Emerson did go down. So, you know, for the rest of the game, we were with Furs and Forbes at the corner, and both of those young men had interceptions. <laughs> um, Furs in his first start, Forbes in his first ever game. So this secondary is going to have to really grow up because Terrence Marshall really did eat us alive, but we were able to, you know, survive him having a big game. Um, Eric Gilbert also had a pretty good game. But, like, our pass rush and our ability to not LSU dominate in the rush game really helped us secure this victory because Ogeron knew they couldn't really run the ball on us. So they knew they had to pass it. Yeah, that ain't even
0: attempted. I, I think I commented about that. that they ain't, they ain't really even trying to run the ball. I mean, we LSU, pretty much were doing the same thing, except we were better at it.
2: LSU without a running game, that's bizarre. Oh, this, it's not that they don't have a
0: running game. It's that That's our strength. Our front seven, they probably kind of determined. They knew our, our cornerbacks and secondary was trash, so that's what they were going to try to attack. But I will give credit to our corners. They held serve. You know, what they really attacked. You saw several times they attacked Fred Peters and – are, you know, up the middle because, you know, our safeties aren't really equipped to really handle Terrence Marshall, these five-star caliber guys. And this thing, this is going to be the most talented group of receivers, not just, you know, speed, size. I mean, Eric Gilbert, you know, T Bob was saying they think he's going to be with the best tight end ever. So this is the most elite group we're going to face all year. Other than maybe Alabama, we're not going to face a team with this caliber of a receiving core the rest of the year like so
1: right so texas I, they will have to was, uh, opted out so we don't have to worry about them
0: right so i i really like what i saw from our defense tonight um they did what they needed to do i think i like the front seven shout out to my boy cheney um when we had to show him love because um he's been working with the d line so um he was on the field coaching those boys so i had to give him a lot of credit um he was telling us that they wanted to kind of you know punk out a little bit again but he kind of had to get them right so, you know what I'm saying? So, shout out to him and the job he's doing, kind of assistant, uh, teaching the D-line uh, from his role. Uh, so, shout out to Chaney on that. Um, and because I told him, like, man, this unit look a little different. Like, so, you know, Chaney, hopefully they can hold on to him after this season because he's doing an excellent job in that role.
1: Um, well, I, I'm, let's hope he likes to stay home because this is his college football home. And I could really see him becoming a stalwart on staff. And assisting in bringing in the next great Bulldog defensive player. Well, I've
0: already told people you need to be our coach, and Um I ain't saying he needs to be like D'ion getting a job that quick, but you know, Leach, I think if this first game is any indication, and as AJ says, a little early, so i wouldn't like put the cart before the horse. But at the same time, like I like the Leach era started off the right way. And, you know, did. people say air raid not gonna work, and I kept saying that you no. Know, he kind of has the right tools, and here's the thing too: it's not just he has the right tools to start his offense he has the right thing that makes up for his deficiencies he's never really had a great running game we already had some running backs on the roster we already have a talented defensive team yes we need to get a little stronger in the back end but at the same time like he already has some tools that enables him to potentially start off with a pretty good run at Mississippi State so it will make up for the areas where he's not strong and I, I think he can he can have a good four or five year run Then he can hand over the team to change and I'm I'm promoting it. <laughs> i promoting that for the next couple of years. Well, Cheney to be our well,
1: coaching wait. I I would like to see that happen. You know, but I mean, Cheney's probably not gonna run not gonna wanna run the air raid, so that's gonna change.
0: So now do you figure that Chaney's a defensive guy? Like they don't and somebody that's known him for years and they say he's a close person friend and that way I'm just saying, Well he is, but at the same time, like Chaney's about winning games. So yeah. we'll have to make this about Cheney, but at the same time, like I don't I don't, I don't think he'll have a problem with that. If it's being successful, he's about winning games, so they don't have any – he won't care about that. Uh, okay. And then, honestly, I don't know if you want to run a system like that. Leech is the mastermind of the air raid. So, you know, would it be as effective with another person running? Because at the end of the day, it comes down to of what you're doing. Um, and just going right. to what people are talking about with the air raid, the air raid, any system can work if you have the talent. I mean, Georgia Tech ran the freaking wishbone, flexbone for freaking – Triple like option. <laughs> It was, it was Flexbone, this is a, that was in 1970s where people ran when I was potentially in high school. People started running that when I was in high school. So, I mean, but they won. If you had the right personnel, you could run any system. You forget, Nebraska was successful up until really maybe the late 90s running Wishbone. Now, they kind of, you know, they kind of got away from that. You know, they had to get away from that. But at the same time, they were successful a long time running Wishbone up into the 90s. So, you and then now people running Wildcat and they, you know, kind of, you know, Got more creative with it and not diverse with it, but people run the wildcat. That's the single weed. So if you have the right type of personnel, you can run any system. So with the air raid, um, Leach is getting to start out with a first round quarterback, and then you know after this year, he'll probably hand off the keys to uh, Will Rogers. Um, I mean, we had to come in. I mean, Osiris is going after this year. Payton's probably gone, and who knows if Sabers has a big year, he might be gone too. Hopefully, he stays another year. So he's gonna have to reload there, but at the same time, um, he has more talent than he he had at Texas Tech or a Washington State. I'll say that much.
1: All right. Also, defensively, I want to give a shout-out to Sean Preston Jr. Um, he led the team in tackles with 11 uh, coming off the bench. Uh, Errol Thompson and Aaron Brulé were behind him with 10 tackles and a sack each to lead the defense. I mean, we, we, I, I don't think we really gave our defense a bit of a doubt because we were all critical of Craft. Kraft had about four tackles, but he stuck his nose in there. He showed he could be physical. So while he received a lot of criticism because no one knew who he was, I think he had a pretty good game. Well, thinking
0: thing about a guy like a crab, like I don't know much about him or anything like that, but I'm going to assume, for one, um, as Reggie said, if a guy like that wins out of a job like that probably means he earned it too. Um, a guy like that could be like a Gabe O'Neill or some of the guys we've had in the past. They may not be the most talented guy, but he may be putting all those other guys in the right positions. So right. A none of our guys were out of position. So say that one play where Fred Peters, um, Terrence Marshall caught a touchdown or caught – it was another like a post across the middle. That's just speed. You can't do nothing about that. You tell me put a safety against an elite receiver. That elite receiver – 6'4", elite receivers, going to win every time. He's just – that's a talent issue. You know, in a matchup issue, a safety can't guard a guy like that. There's very few safeties that can match up with players like that, no matter how talented they are. There's a reason they play in safety. Um, so, um, but other than that, I feel like guys are never out of position throughout the game. You never saw them catch balls, and you're like, man, they just – you know, there's plenty of times we used to watch over the past couple years where our guys would get beat, and you're like, man, what, what, what were you – what's going on? It was nothing like that going on. A lot of the plays, like – even the, um, you've got to get, you're talking about actually LSU scoring. They scored one on a pick six. One was kind of a luck play where the quarterback kind of just threw the ball up. Yeah,
1: average. And, and you average, give with just six five. He's going to out jump everybody.
0: And it was two guys, that one guy covering two. So, you know, them two kind of luck touchdowns. And then a couple of those were set up by like our Mr. Costello at the end of the game. So it's really like they really didn't line up and just move the ball on us. We did. You know, we, we didn't even attempt to return kicks tonight. I don't know what's up with that, but we didn't
1: every, every kick was in the end zone, though. So you know, sure, I only think we retired tried to return one kick. So, you know,
0: shout out to Brandon Ruiz too. I think he made three kicks. Oh yeah. That, um. So shout out to him as well. Like we I mean, having a kicker that's just gonna be that automatic, especially from distance. Um. We need hey, guys hey, like that. Hey. We got it. We got a team.
2: All right. I'm trying to listen to y'all talk. <laughs> okay. We didn't gave all these superlatives out. Um, this person is not a wide receiver, but they definitely belong in the trash bin. Uh, whoever that was playing center.
1: Oh, a uh, Cole Smith.
2: Yeah. Um, it looked like he did. They did. They take him out of the game, or did he just get his life together?
1: No, he 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 settled down. Uh, Cole Smith, uh, his dad. Uh, was a you know all ACC offensive lineman at, at Mississippi State? And you gotta realize this is a young man who played his freshman year at LSU, so maybe he had a little butterflies coming back in the Tiger Stadium, but he was able to settle down because when he, when he snapped the ball and hit KJ Costello in the face with it, they just gave LSU a touchdown.
0: I like bro, yeah, I think I mean, you gotta think the level of trash that them dudes probably was talking. They probably like, hey, bro, man, you got to go to Mississippi State, old trash, old Mississippi State, bro. Like, you couldn't But well, he got
1: the last him. laugh, though.
0: He who
2: last, laughs miss.
0: That's yeah. correct. That, so, I, he, I'm sure he, they were sure talking some mad level trash. These dudes he went against every day, they probably talking mad trash. So, he probably just took a while to kind of, like, block it out.
1: All right. And I want to give a shout-out to, to some young man that I know who plays that. let's shoot them on Clark, had a pretty good game today. Unfortunately, the you and your Tigers took the loss, but I'm definitely proud of the way you played today. The young man that I coached in the youth league, and I also tire you on Davis Price.
0: Man, hey, you on that, uh, acting like KJ, man, you glad a fellow Mississippi did well. I don't care about them dudes, they go to LSU. I do <laughs> what you said, I'm just man.
1: <laughs> hey, I coach these young men, I mentor these young men, and you know, I'm glad they had a game today where they. Made it through without any injury. So, kudos to those young men.
2: Bill
0: <laughs>
1: State. Speaking,
2: uh, speaking of Mississippians who are doing really well, um, Jerry and Jones and the Florida State Seminoles are um, having a very interesting game versus the Miami Hurricanes right now.
1: Uh, Who's winning?
2: Not Florida State.
1: Good.
0: I'll say this. Deion, Deion, Deion might only spend one season at uh, Jackson State. I'll say that much. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Speaking of since we're on Mississippi colleges or Mississippi players, you know, did you see the buff whooping that the Webbels got today? Oh
2: yeah. Now I now I was worried for a few seconds, but yeah, um uh, anytime old in Mississippi State won, old Miss Lost, that means that everything is right in the world, okay?
0: Yeah. Hey, do you know some old Miss fans were actually taking pictures of us celebrating and stuff and doing stuff throughout the game while we we're at the watch party? Oh, okay. i was <laughs> like, y'all trying a clown on us. Y'all, y'all having trouble. We just beat the national champion, but y'all, you know, having a little trouble with Florida. And, right. and, and, and,
1: and, and I mean, they made Kyle, they that. made Kyle Trask like a first-round draft pick. He threw for six touchdowns. Now, granted, Elijah Moore had over 200 yards receiving, but still.
0: I mean, I mean let it say the these era started a lot better than the Lane Kiffin area.
1: Yeah, I, have, I found a nice meme, a GIF, where a train crossing the train track, falling the train tracks, and falling into a muddy hole. That's what this old Miss game looked like. So, looked, yet,
2: I mean, they looked it good though. That's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Nice blue uniforms,
2: man.
1: I mean, Arthur, I mean, you you are, you are part rebel, so I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, we can't get
1: on
2: you. Wait, wait. At least I'm actually part Bulldog, though.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm part Bulldog. Bruh, yeah, you're, my, my, you're my part, family... You're just...
2: Bulldog in spirit, okay? Hmm. Oh, bruh, I've been a Bulldog for longer than you've been a so and
1: even alive, <laughs> homie. Just because I ain't got no Bulldog hours. You know? Like, I ain't gonna lie. You opened the door, he just ran through it. <laughs>
2: That's cool. <laughs> I mean, You should have seen this coming. Wait
1: a second. I'm cool (laughs) with it. Don't bother me, homie. You know. Don't trap me. You know. So just because I don't have any bulldog hours, that don't that don't that don't stop me nothing about my fandom, homie. You opened the door though. (laughs) I'm cool with the door being open. It's cool. That don't bother me. This right here.
2: This right here. I got it written in blood, homie. I got it written in blood, homie. Here's, exactly. right
0: Here's my. Exactly. are my short. You're Lee my short. LeSean short. It's LeSean, but
2: stop playing. Stop, <laughs> playing. stop <laughs> playing. <laughs> go focus on. Go. Go focus on. How about you go focus on being part Delta Devil and focus on a season. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't have a season. I guess that means you need to shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> Oh
0: goodness! You <laughs> know he had to get you, bro. Uh... <laughs> we love,
2: we love you, Derek. What's your, matter of fact, what's your source on me being part rebel? You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to old Mister Grad School. What of it? I cheered against them the whole time. <laughs> it was great.
0: I was just talking to somebody tonight about how, you know, they have the medical school and the law school. So a lot of people actually, there's a lot of bulldogs who went there for law school, medical school. So it's not too crazy.
2: Man, those folks gave me a full ride, uh, grad assistantship. I don't know what y'all expected me to do. Man, they want to definitely want to get those talking minorities in there. Oh yeah. It was the graduate school was, uh, historically black because all the blacks was history. <laughs> like I was like the only ninja in there. Everybody else, like they was African or something like that. I was the only real ninja there. But All such right, is so, life.
0: So Derek, tell us what did you glean from like the post game press conferences, of everybody and stuff like that. What are some things you
2: got any nuggets for us? Derek turned his camera off and stuff. I don't know if he did. He might be in his car. Um,
1: I'm I'm here, but I just I, I put the papers in my um uh, in my bag. Let me see if I can get them right quick. Hold on.
2: And don't die. I
1: might be late. Did you like shave or something? Save your I... Oh, they're showing the highlights
2: on uh ES. Oh well. They're showing the highlights on ABC right now.
0: And also, guys, how sweet is it? Well, Derek, you were at the game, so you couldn't see the actual look on everybody's face. AJ, how sweet was it to see that look on LSU fans' faces? Let me tell you something. I'm gonna cry when LSU. I get in the car. Look.
2: Let me tell you something about LSU fans. First of all, I know plenty of LSU. Fans, you know how many people I know actually went to LSU? Zero. You yeah, only the, know a couple of the LSU fans I know. Zero actually went to LSU. Now I know that um, what is his name? Uh, Derek. Derek, I, I, um, you look like this one YouTuber. Oh boy! Remember his name? He's like the 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 black. Anime, nerd, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you remind me of that
1: guy so much. <laughs> well, thank Y'all, you, sir. All nerd. right. Okay. okay, so I have some quotes from KJ Costello. Um, he said he thought his debut was really good. Um, you know, he, he took responsibility for the turnovers. Um he think he's glad about the start. As far as breaking Dak's record, you know, he didn't expect to break the record, but he's glad he did. Um, as far as um, where his performance ranks in all-time performances. Uh, it's really high when you're playing against a team like LSU, even though they were missing um, Derrick Stanley Jr. I really don't feel like he would have had much of an impact on our passing game because we threw the ball everywhere. So, uh, yes. That's, that's <laughs> Cal. Yes, his uh, presence was missed, but we attacked all over the field. and He just... That's Cal. Cow- you know. So, <laughs> so um, you know, um, I, 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 I'm just glad I got a chance to witness it because y'all know I, I live down here. Um, and also, um, my good friend T-Bob, if y'all, those of you listen to the show, uh, he now has to sing the Hell State Fight song live on there on ESPN Radio. So, make no. sure y'all tune in to that. You can follow off the bench uh, on Facebook, one zero four five ESPN Radio here, and tune in to the show. They they air the show from seven to ten. I don't necessarily know when he's gonna see it, sing it, but their shows are recorded. So definitely when he does, I'm gonna share it. So I think that's gonna be
2: awesome. Corn dog too. What's that? You should have had him eat a corn dog too. LSU you know, fans feel like corn dogs. I don't know if everybody does that, but at Ole Miss that was – when I was at Ole Miss that was a thing, is that they were always talking about LSU and corn dogs. And
1: I, well, like, I, I think I think one reason why they say that is because at most LSU football games when they tailgate, they're always playing the game cornhole. I mean, everywhere along the strip when you're walking in Tiger Stadium. It's cornhole games going on everywhere. So I don't know if that's a joke from Ole Miss fans about the cornhole game. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm around a lot of other shoe people and they don't smell like corn dogs to me. <laughs> oh,
2: also, Oklahoma, sorry. I wanted to point that out. Oh, yeah, out. they
1: lost to the Kansas State. Ain't going to lie, man.
0: I, I was telling a guy, like, I was like, man, it would be just our luck. The one year we decide we want to be dominant in our SEC schedule, and then is the year of COVID, not a full season. Although... I feel like this season is actually more challenging. I'll take a 10-game SC schedule record and winning every game over, you know, a 12 and O season where you play four gimme games. So I mean, I'll take it. So I mean, but we gotta really start projecting right now. You know, we got probably a couple three games where we're probably gonna win just based off the first game performance. Alabama, you you even keep it close with Alabama. You I mean, we gotta wait to see. It depends on what happens with Georgia and if JC Daniels can get healthy. But I don't know. We probably can start projecting to have a big year. We can uptick from six and four to maybe
1: eight and two or nine and one. Well, we're definitely gonna beat the hell out of Missouri because Alabama's beating them thirty-five to six.
0: Yeah, that Arkansas game—that's that, gonna be pain. We might well just start seeing which backups gonna get the most pound. We might do,
2: need to do a pick 'em to see uh, which position group. Gonna... You know what? We sound really arrogant right now. I, I don't like this. <laughs> We all about <laughs> how we going to beat the crap here, everybody.
0: I, I think it's fair to say we're going to smash Arkansas. I think that's fair.
2: Like <laughs> I say, we, we starting to sound like some LSU fans. By the way, while I'm at it, I want to talk about how low-class oh, uh, LSU fans are. LSU fans never act like they have been there before. Like, LSU fans are Starkville High and Meridian fans of college football. Like um, they always just like real over the top and just bad sportsmanship and is always horrible. Like I'm like, okay, we get it, y'all a good program, it, that's that's good, but they always just like over the top. And also, LSU band want to be a swag band so bad. That they <laughs> band. I'm like, what is this? Bring it on! Are y'all going to North Compton? and stealing the Clover's cheers and they, um, stuff. I'm like, what are y'all, are y'all going to Southern practices and filming it and going back and playing their cadences and the songs that they play? I'm like, y'all want to be a swack band so bad. Well, whatever. You know, maybe that's just me. I thought I, maybe I'm like, what, what, what SEC band is playing talking out the side of your neck? Not everybody doing it. I'm like,
1: what else? You know, what? Well, if- I guess the 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 Tigerland band wants to try to diversify. I mean, but they definitely do not play Nick like an HBCU.
0: Exactly. So, um, See, HBCU. I, I don't even know what that is.
2: What the freak is that?
1: Oh, somebody. But um, but just to recap, other SEC scores. Like I said, Alabama's right now is beating Missouri 35 to 6 in the third quarter. Uh, Texas A&M is beating Vandy 14 to 5 with five minutes and 20 seconds left in the third quarter. Tennessee is leading South Carolina 21 to 14 in the third quarter. Georgia got right and blew out Arkansas 37 to 10. Of course, those Ole Miss Rebels lost to Florida 51 to 35. Auburn. Defeated Kentucky twenty nine to thirteen. And of course, in the upset of week one, well, I guess you could say is our upset better than Oklahoma losing to Kansas State?
2: Nah, Oklahoma Kansas State lost to freaking Arkansas State. So that's a bigger one. We also also we also figured that LSU was fake news. But everybody thought that Oklahoma was for real. Wait, why yeah. am I
1: talking to myself? I'm You're here. Not I'm talking just to Yourself. I'm here. I'm, I'm. I have. You're not gonna see me if I'm looking at the ESPN website for the scores, sir. No. Okay. Man, let me. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it was awesome just to be here and witness this. I was at. I was. I was sitting next to the Mississippi State video guys, and I was like, "Man, pinch me and make sure I'm not dreaming," because, like, you know, I. I guess the way my leash. I mean, I'm a fan of his. I like how he runs his offense. But I'm like this man: when you're gonna lead, man, you run the ball. I'm guessing we're gonna have to get used to him not doing that. That he's gonna take the he's gonna try to, I guess you can say, go for the juggler, so to speak. So I I, I think it's gonna bode well for our for our um uh, I guess our psyche because we've never really had that here. Uh, we know, because we all know uh, Dan Mullen not- would definitely take his foot off the gas when he had a lead. But Miley, yeah, I mean, still taking the foot off the gas.
0: Well, yeah. like I said, every coach um, we've had pretty much historically has been conservative. Um, right. Every coach we've and had. John has been Cohen
1: wanted me to tell you, gentlemen, hello. I, I ran into him tonight. He wanted me to tell uh, uh, you know you hello, and that he was happy for the win, and you know maybe he's gonna come on the show again because um
0: next time you see him, gonna... tell, him I, tell him, I still think it was embarrassing the way he fired Coach Moria, But
1: thanks for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just an amazing night for us as Bulldogs and Bulldog fans. Um, all right, yeah. I'm they gonna made, go us, I'm gonna they go made us all a lot because none of us picked us to win this game.
2: Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and put this reaction show out of his misery because we saw to belabor the point. So, yeah, uh, hey,
0: let's, hey let's look out for maybe do a full recap where we get a chance to review the stats or rewatch the game, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll do that just, then.
2: Monday or Tuesday
1: right. or something like that. because uh, gonna- yeah, I know Thursday we got, um we have the Arkansas uh, beat writer coming on. Who we play? Who we play next week anyway? Arkansas. So <laughs> so on, so on Wed on Wednesday at seven, um the Arkansas beat writer is going to be a guest to preview the Arkansas the Arkansas game. So we'll be welcoming him. I'm not going to bet him nothing though, but you know I bet T. Bob because he's my friend. So.
2: Well, I'm gonna eat a pig or something like that when he comes on. So all nice right. Thing.
0: So the end. Why don't we all do a hell state?
2: Uh, it of down. Three. Wait, where? Where's my bill? Where the bill? Ah, there we go. Okay. All right. Three, three two, one. Hell state.
1: state.